You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Most famous for its richly adorned Anglo-Saxon ship burial, probably of King Raedwald, a powerful early Christian East Anglian king in the 6th to early 7th centuries, the site of Sutton Hoo has been of unique importance to archaeologists and historians trying to understand the post-Roman period in Britain. This is episode 8 for January 8th, 2018. I'm Chris Webster, and welcome to the ARC 365 Podcast, 2018 edition. ARC 365 is a podcast today, every day, in 2018. This network is supported by our listeners. You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high-quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members-only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. This episode was written by Christopher Booth. Located along the banks of the River Deben, opposite the town of Woodbridge in Suffolk, England, and seven kilometers from the North Sea, the site of Sutton Hoo is thought to have been within an area of concentrated royal power during a period where documentation is scarce. This episode will be a whistle-stop tour of the history of the site and things of most interest. There is much more to say about this site, so if it interests you as much as it does us, I encourage you to go out and read some more about this amazing place. Archaeological evidence suggests that this area had been occupied in some form since the forests covering it were cleared by Neolithic agriculturalists around 3000 BCE. During the Bronze Age, several roundhouses were constructed near, the, near to the site, which may be associated with a series of nearby burial mounds, more likely to be Bronze Age, than the more common Saxon examples that are of such interest at this site. Narrow trenching, dating to the Iron Age period, suggests that at some point grapes were cultivated by the people living at the site, and this way of life seems to have been affected little by the invasion of the Romans, although the material culture that we find is slightly different in this later period. The period of interest to most people who have studied or heard about Sutton Hoo, though, is the period after the withdrawal of Roman forces in 410 CE. At this time, and alongside significant migration from northern Germany and southern Scandinavia, the people of Britain adopted the culture and languages of the tribes we call the Angles, uh, the Saxons, and the Jutes. During this period, southern Britain became divided into a number of small independent kingdoms, and the language Old English was developed. Several pagan cemeteries from the kingdom of the East Angles have been found, most notably at Spong Hill and Snape, where a large number of cremations and inhumations were excavated. Many of the graves were accompanied by grave goods, which included grooming items such as combs, tweezers, and brooches, as well as weapons and sometimes sacrificed animals. In the 5th and 6th centuries, the prominent religion was a polytheistic paganism that had been practiced in northern Europe. The cemeteries at Sutton Hoo, yes there are two, include these kinds of burials alongside approximately 20 monumental mound burials, some of which were flattened by later agriculture. Sutton Hoo also appears to have contained what is known as an execution cemetery, with several indications of individuals who had been decapitated or hanged. These bodies were buried around Mound 5, where it is thought that there was a gibbet located prominently as a warning. What most people think of when they think of Sutton Hoo, however, is the ship burial discovered under Mound 1 in 1939. This burial contained one of the most significant archaeological finds in England for its size and completeness, far distant trade goods, and the quality and beauty of the artifacts. The burial was the source of the famous Sutton Hoo helmet on display at the British Museum, a significant quantity of weapons, gold purses, shoulder clasps, and belts, as well as bowls and spoons. Some of the artifacts in the boat were from as far as Byzantium and possibly North Africa. Unfortunately, due to the acidic soil, 
Virtually none of the timber of the ship was preserved, but similarly to the human remains, soil staining and the metal objects associated with ship construction, such as rivets, can define where the ship was placed before it was buried under the mound. The 27-meter-long oak vessel with space for 40 oarsmen was hauled up the hill from the river nearby and lowered into a prepared trench, so only the tops of the stem and stern post rose above the land. After the body, jewelry, and grave goods were placed in the central chamber, the oval mound was constructed to obscure the horizon when facing the river, making this a permanent and powerful mark in the landscape that continues to have the power to draw people to the site today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to ARC 365. If you want to hear more ARC 365, check out www.arcpodnet.com slash ARC 365 for the 2017 and 2018 episodes. Check out arcpodnet.com slash ARC 365 G30 for the last 30 episodes. Please subscribe and rate on your service of choice. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, among others. Support the APN at arcpodnet.com slash members. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being awesome. This show is produced and recorded by the Archaeology Podcast Network, Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle, in Reno, Nevada, at the Reno Collective. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.